When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we had to throw a really quick podcast up today. Uh, probably should have done this on Sunday night. And we apologize for that, but I'm a I'm like uh, like Chase Elliott. I'm a big Braves fan. I didn't get to jump in a jet and fly to uh, Atlanta for the World Series like Chase did, but nonetheless, that was a, dude, that was impressive. He got there by the fourth inning. Yeah, uh, it, that was <laughs> that was pretty cool. Made me even more of a fan. Uh, I'm Chris Williams, Connor Ferguson. We gotta we gotta hash out this. NASCAR stuff uh, where all hell broke loose on Sunday at Martinsville, which is kind of par for the course where, where we expect that there's a lot to break down here. Um, but first of all, Connor, this is why I love short track racing. Uh, this is why it, it's just funny to me. I was reading, um, I think Glock's piece in the athletic last night about um, where all the drivers, they were debating, like, should we have more short tracks? And it's just like, well, we have too many intermediates. And it's like, well, no shit. I've been saying that for 15 years. Um, I, they, but, hey, they're right there with you. Um, I, I think everyone in the industry from starting with Matt Weaver seven years ago to today has been saying that same thing is get more short tracks on the schedule. Yeah. Um, and oh, listen, but you don't want it to be, you don't want to go too far. Uh, because then if it's all short tracks, then it doesn't seem special anymore. I'm not saying like get rid of Kansas or I'm not, I'm not, I think there's a place for places like that, but I think, I have, think there's two. such a deficit and sorry, we're not getting into the drama yet, but I think there's such a deficit in short tracks right now that you, you can't go too far with it. Even if you took away seven mile Absolutely. and a half races and added seven more short tracks, I don't think anyone would complain. Yeah. Well, we can't, that's the problem. There's just not a ton of good short tracks in America um, that could, How's a, a cup race? Whatever. Um, Denny Hamlin loses his mind after the race. I can't say I blame him. Uh, he gets taken out by Alex Bowman. Um, <laughs> I, the whole thing gets started really when Brad Keselowski takes out Chase. Um, then Brad and Kyle Busch start going at it a little bit. Um, yeah, and so Truex uh, is just, just Truex is just bulldozing his way through the field. Like it was fantastic. It was it was one of my favorite NASCAR races I've ever watched. Just to recount that for everyone, hopefully in thirty seconds here, Keselowski takes out Chase. Uh, Chase had already clinched his way into the championship race on points, so he wasn't worried about that. Um, Keselowski's going to battle with Kyle Busch. They're both fighting to get in. Hamlin is thirty four points up on the cutoff. Uh, there's 23 cars on the lead lap. So Bowman spins Hamlin, and now Hamlin's pissed off for what – I mean, he's still going to make the championship four. 
It doesn't screw with him at all. Uh, and he goes as far to come over and stop Alex Bowman from doing a burnout. Uh, I think, and that was it. That was the weirdest thing. Cause it looked for a second, like he was going to burn out with him. Yeah. Well, I think, um, what he was doing, I, I don't know. I, I have no, it's Hamlin. Uh, I just get so tired of these guys. I put out a little video after the race, like the, they want to be seen as like tough guys and stuff. And it's just like, well, all right, Denny, get out. Get out of your car. You I, know? I was going to ask you, like, uh, I mean, do that, you know how epic it would have been if they both got out and started hockey fighting yeah, on the start finish line. That's my point. Like I just get, I get so tired of these guys trying to act tough and talk tough. And then it's like, it's okay. It's time to be tough. Uh, I'm just going to rev my engine and drive back to the garage. Like it, I mean, they, they are paid Chris to drive a car. Um, I, I can't imagine most of them have any, uh, any experience in combat sports. I don't um, listen. It's like maybe Kurt Bush a few years back. I'm not right? even, I'm not even encouraging them to like bare knuckle brawl. This is not what I, I don't, I don't even really want this for the sport. I'm just saying I, mean, I am, but it, it's going to look really, really piss poor, but they, whatever. Uh, but that <laughs> I, I, I agree. And I understand like that. This isn't, um, God, where's my book? It's my favorite. So we need to get Noah Gregson and uh, Harrison Burton back up there because the but, fight they have is probably my favorite. Um, my this isn't like the Allison brothers and you know the Alabama gang. Mm. You know, like I get it. Like we've evolved as a sport, and that's good. But again, like I'm so tired of these dorks. That's the problem that I have with NASCAR right now. Guys like Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, who everybody hates, are great for NASCAR, but they're dorks, and that that's the like I that's the problem. Like you you can't like if you're you can't take them seriously when they're talking all bad like this, and then they don't ever do anything. And that, that was my deal with Hamlin. It's like, well, first of all, buddy, like we all remember what you did to Chase Elliott at this very track a couple years ago. So that. To me, like Hamlin, any any comment Hamlin makes afterwards is on deaf ears for me because he's right. a total hypocrite. And like that's the premise of of all of this. Um, did he have a right to be mad? Absolutely, but don't be a baby about it. Get out of your damn car. I'm not saying you got to fight him. Get out of your car and look the man eye to eye. And same to you, Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman needs to quit being a baby too. If that if if, if that guy comes up and disrespects me like that, I'm getting out of my car, you know, and standing in front of him and making his ass get out of there and talk to me like a man and not drive off like a seventh grade girl. Okay, right. Like and that's I think the problem. I, I, will, I, I don't want to be the super defender of Alex Bowman here. Uh, I think he was also very confused at what Hamlin was doing. You can see on the onboard, he's like putting his hands up, like, "What are you?" Yeah. Like, really, what are you doing here? I've never seen anyone halt a burnout with their car either. That was like unique to me. But when you said when you're when you're calling them all dorks, I was kind of ready to throw a counterpoint at you. And then I'm thinking to myself when I watched uh, Hamlin call uh, Bowman a hack, uh, which I thought, dude, the chirps are lazy already. Uh, and Bowman has twice as many wins as Hamlin this year. So I thought that was really funny. But when Bowman gets on the mic after hearing that, everyone's just sitting there like, just call him a bitch. You just got to say, Denny Hamlin is a bitch and walk away from the mic and you will have more fans than you can yeah. ever have. I mean, again, like I think Denny's good for NASCAR. I think it's great. That, now, the biggest, um, again, I would have been mad 
and it, I'm a Chase Elliott fan, but I would have been mad if I were Kevin Harvick in Bristol too, right? Like you can I like to think anybody could sit here and like put your bias aside and be like, yeah, it pissed me off. Um, you know, the wild thing is, is like after all this, and then uh, the Kyle Bush is going to sensitivity training, and then Matt the Benedetto last night was. <laughs> Uh, making oh. a joke about that and then deleted his Twitter. Yeah, what happened to, to Benedetto's this, Twitter? I was curious about that. What happened? Uh, he um, he said being alive in 2021 is kind of like attending sensitivity training, anyways. Well, I mean, that was the precedent. Precedent. I don't. I don't think that was the exact wording of it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, he had a lot of quotes. My response to that was, "We had to watch your hairy chest get baptized in a dirty lake." I thought that was kind of cringy. Isn't like I'm not hating on the baptism. I'm hating on the chest hair here, just for the record. Yeah, I <laughs> I love this. This is great. Okay, so I learned a valuable lesson. Uh, I think I remember uh, it was specifically I, I learned a valuable lesson. I don't know if he's listening or not, but he's a dear friend of mine. He I used to cover him. He's great hobby stock driver uh, in Southern Iowa back in the 2000s. His name was Les. And I was pit reporting at Adams County Speedway, and he got wrecked, rolled his car. I don't remember if it was totaled or not. Probably not. I mean, those hobby stocks, you know, they go, you, bend, you flip them back over and you bend them back and whatever. But I learned a valuable lesson young, very young in my career is that um, when you just stick a mic in a dude's face after he gets wrecked, you, it's your fault for, for what comes out. And that's the great thing about our sport. You know, because I, I stuck my mic in less, and this is a family show at the Saturday night at the Speedway, and he starts dropping F-bombs into the uh, into the PA, which was fantastic. And, of course, people went crazy. They loved it. Um, and that's kind of what we got from Hamlin afterwards. But what's interesting to me about Hamlin, and this is fascinating, is that he's a car owner now. And he, to a point, represents Bubba and Michael Jordan, yeah. Um, not only represents FedEx, which is one of the great sponsors in the history of NASCAR. I mean, they've been there through thick and thin with him. Um, it is fascinating to me, and I actually respect this out of Hamlin. <laughs> I don't think it's a great business move, but he still says it. You know, like he hasn't let that um, water him down to a point. And I, I think that's great for NASCAR. I mean, I'm, I will be tuned in, obviously rooting for the nine on Sunday, but actively rooting against the 11 too. And I, it's a, it's a good thing. I just wish they weren't so dorky. Like I like Earnhardt wrecked people, but you, you're like, damn that dude, like you wanted to go have a beer with him and learn from him. It's like, I don't want to have a beer with Kyle Bush. You know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to have a beer with that guy. I don't, I don't want to, you, you want to want to drink a beer with Alex Bowman. I don't want to hang out with Brad Keselowski. Out, well, do we not yeah, remember Kyle but, Bush during the Olympic break? Because I, I want to have a beer with that guy. Yeah. Well, that, that seemed Come like on. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, like Alex Bowman. I absolutely do. I'd love to go have a cold beer with him. You know, like Ryan Blaney. Sign me I up. Think, I think Bowman, I think Bowman came off his door here than both the other two. He just didn't say anything that was like a bad chirp. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm saying there? yeah, I, I mean, he, he like, he was like sitting there like, oh, I didn't mean to rack him. He's, yeah, he's such a nice guy. It's okay. He was playing like innocent little boy. Yeah. And I, I said, that's what I told my dad. I said, if he just called him a bitch or anything, like, <laughs> li, like give him a one liner and just walk away. I mean, that's a mic drop moment that you have We're sitting right in front of you. It just irked me that he didn't take it. 
but you know, that's his brand. That's, that's what he's going to do with it. Um, and he's certainly talented. I did not think we'd see him win four races in one season. I've, I've always thought ever since watching him in the trucks back in the day that he was one of the most talented guys. And I've always appreciated him because he really didn't come in with a lot of money. You know, he worked his way in and kind of did. Oh, the it's old... just, it's insane. Cause he's one of those guys that came from a back market team and yeah. found a way to a top yeah. team. That it's does pretty... not happen. That, yeah. I mean, that's a one in a hundred shot. Really cool stuff. All right. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything else. I just, I wanted to tell that story about less and this, why I love racing so much because there's no time, you know, we, we cover uh, collegiate athletics a lot and, and all these things are so cooked anymore. Oh, and for, for them to, yeah. for NASCAR to have a moment like that during a football season race, dude, I, I love it. Cause I'm sitting here, like I was sitting there at night and I'm watching the Vikings play. And I said, thank God I have NASCAR because this is just despicable. <laughs> Every week I have a chance to, like, let myself down and go further down the negative path. And it's like I can watch NASCAR and just enjoy the race. It, it's it's awesome. Again, like, and then you – I just wish we could find a way to work more of that into the sport on a weekly basis. Like, the real short – the night nighttime short track. But – I whatever like that this has been the same debate for 15 years like we've all known that i do think the schedule is heading in a great direction i am not gonna complain about it but man like that what we saw on sunday night is why we love auto racing in general i mean and we're and i hope i hope when those if those short tracks ever do come they don't shy away from sunday night races I don't know Saturday why they night, yeah, haven't done saturday that. night races don't do as well that's because people are outside on saturday nights yeah Sunday night, Sunday nights. I even think, um, you know, what we saw during the pandemic, um, a couple of primetime races during the week. You don't want to do that all the time. I understand that, but try and catch a different audience every now and then. And that was entertaining. Like, I, I, I don't care how casual of a race fan you are. You watched the last hundred laps of that on Sunday. You were locked in. And if, if you haven't, and you're for some reason listening to this, I hear my voice or Chris's voice. I don't know what's going through your mind. You got something fucked up up there, but go watch those last hundred laps. That's that's, I mean, people, you know, get brought in watching the Daytona 500. I, I would argue like that Martinsville race was one of the best things you could watch to try to get you drawn into NASCAR or racing in general. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Um, hey, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, Chase Elliott is going to race a wing sprint car. Saw that at Merced Speedway. Yeah. Um, I might be pronouncing that wrong. I don't think so. Californians, let me know. Uh, November 23rd and 24th, and then the same race. Uh, it's a USAC midget race. His sprint car is a 360. So Chase Elliott will be in the support class, and then Kyle Larson's racing both the USAC midget race and the 360 race alongside Chase Elliott. So that'll be sweet to see. Yeah, very cool. And that's a flow racing race too. So I'm actually starting. Uh, I'm sick. Um, I put together a master schedule just for me every year of like my dirt races and stuff. And I can, I can send you mine, Chris. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah, please do. <laughs> I'm starting to piece together real quick. Um, uh, I, you saw, you posted the world of outlaw schedule the other day. Are we not going back to I 80 in Nebraska? I didn't see that on there. Uh, I don't think they're going to I 80 next sucks, year. Man. Uh, Lernerville my is also race. off the schedule from the, uh, outlaws, um, How is Lernerville not on the outlaw schedule? Well, Lucas uh, Late Model Tours uh, purchased their rights for that. Uh, what is it? The Firecracker 100. 
No, I was talking sprints. Yeah, no, but so Lucas got the rights from that. I'm guessing that pissed off world racing group. Yeah. Lucas dirt tour ruining something else. (laughs) It's the best series out there. All right. (laughs) Uh, Thanks Connor. Appreciate it. Uh, Connor will have more here on the podcast feed. Please tell your friends. It's the only way we can grow this thing. Tell your friends, subscribe, rate, review, and uh, we'll keep putting out great content for you. Thanks for listening and enjoy this weekend's finale at NASCAR.